This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. -on -one. Chris Monty gets him inside the foul. Count it and one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Welcome into LaSalle College High School for this non-league matchup between the Explorers of LaSalle and the Knights of North Penn. Bob Long, Chris Jastrzemski alongside, and you hear the starting lineups being announced. We'll walk you through them. North Penn at 3-3. Three and three. We'll start in the backcourt, number two, Justin Cueto, and number 11, Matt Pickford at 6-1. In the front court, a big one here, J.J. Melcher at 6-4, Derek Heiserman at 6-5, and Noah Kortnick at 6-4. Fairly sizable front court there going with the three-forward look. For the 6-0 Explorers, they will send their starting five out. It's very similar to how it always is. Jared Stukes, Matt Paulus, Dan Rimaldi, Ryan McTamney, and then the center, Shane Stark. You'll see some experience from the Explorers last game against South Philadelphia. They started a lot of freshmen. They start, we'll see them as well. Chrysler, Conrad Kiskis, and, and, this, and a freshman, Alan Powell. Those three freshmen will see them time as well. Opening tip is won by Derek Heiserman and North Penn. We're underway. North Penn dressed in their black road uniforms, working from right to left on your radio dial. Quick passing. They get it inside. High off the window is good. Off the hands of Justin Cueto. Assist from Derek Heiserman. Now Stukes up the floor quickly for the Explorers. Tries to get it inside. Rimaldi had trouble with the pass, but came down with it. McTomney takes it. Elbow extended. Walks back to the top of the key where it's now Stukes. Paulus with the look inside. Stark spins baseline, puts it up, and a bit too strong off the glass. The rebound down to J.J. Melcher. Melcher full head of steam. Leaves off. Hope floating in the lane and scoring is Nova Kortnick. Good start for North Penn. They're not tired from last night's win over Quakertown. 4 nothing quickly here. Now a three-quarters court pressure look. LaSalle has trouble. It got all the way to Stark. He had to flip it, though, down the floor. And a foul will be called as he was looking for Matt Paulus. Foul will be called against Matt Pickford. But that, the Explorers, Chris, very lucky to retain possession there. Quickly, you see one of those freshmen, Zach Chrysler, coming in for Shane Stark. Fun fact about Chrysler, his sister, Lauren, used to play at North Penn. She was one of the best female players in the state. When she graduated, she's at American. She's a junior now. And now Chrysler into the game for the home Explorers dressed in their home whites, Chrysler hands off for Stukes. Stukes finds McTamney, wide open baseline three, back iron no good. Good box out position by Derek Heiserman, who fends off Chrysler for the rebound. Now Justin Cueto, a lot of dribbling. A long look as he gave it up, and it's good from J.J. Melcher. 
swishes through and the net has to be adjusted there, but seven nothing quickly. JJ Melcher hit that one from deep range. A great start for the Knights, a seven oh run capped off by that Melcher three. You gotta guard that guy. If he's gonna shoot three, no matter if he's gonna be open, he's gonna shoot. Stukes was double teamed in the backcourt. LaSalle moves it up very well. Paulus off to McTamney and an easy two for the Explorers. Now Justin Cueto guarded by Stukes. He finds Melcher. Melcher draws a triple team. Stukes kicks it out of bounds. Got a hand in there first, but North Penn fortunate to retain possession. Good sneaky D there by Jared Stukes on that, on that possession right there for the Knights. But the Knights are going to keep that ball. Hopefully they can get a stop here and change the momentum. Matt Pickman, or Pickford I should say, inbounds for Heiserman. Now Cueto has it. Up near the LaSalle Explorer logo. Good move to get by Paulus. Pulls up in the lane and hits from about 13 feet away. Nine, nine to two here. North Penn has been very, very solid early. Perfect from the floor as Rimaldi brings it up. They still haven't gotten it by the half-court stripe. Now Chrysler has it. He'll go all the way to the hoop himself. Some contact, no call. Cueto has it. We talk about this height advantage, or excuse me, height different. Well, the height of 6'4 and taller in this lineup for the Knights early in the pregame show. You're seeing it right here. It's a 9-2 game for the, for the Knights. LaSalle's having a good amount of trouble containing... Dan Rimaldi nearly came up with the steal. Melcher came up with it, though. Now an open look from Quartman. Noah Quartnick can't finish. Heiserman went up. He got blocked on the rebound, but then it's stolen by Nate Quartnick, or Noah Quartnick, I should say, and now up towards the hoop. Block. He is blocked by the 6'7 freshman, Kistler. It's a block party for Kistler. And with a held ball on the ensuing rebound opportunity after the block, it will go to LaSalle. And now it's Dan Rimaldi to inbound from underneath the basket, and North Penn will still pick up somewhat half-hearted pressure. And the ensuing pass now to Chrysler is taken away. Matt Pickford, he kind of lulled Chrysler to sleep. And as soon as that ball came, he went on and got it quickly. Now Cueto, ball is going to go off his knee. Matt Paulus got a hand in there, out of bounds past the end line. Ball will go to LaSalle. 9-2 your score, 4.43 to go first quarter. Shane starts to come in for Ryan McTamney. Or excuse me, no, Zach Chrysler, sorry. And then Conrad Kiskis is going to come in for Matt Paulus. And now Stark finds McTamney along the baseline. Open three was a bit short. Rinaldi tracks down the rebound on the weak side and is able to reset up top to Jared Stukes. Now a quick pass inside to Stark. He goes one-on-one, -on -one, backs his way in, gets fouled on his way up, and he will shoot two. He was fouled by Derek Heiserman, the 6'5 junior. Good D by Heiserman in the paint right there. Let's see if Stark can get these two shots and give some life for the Explorers. Nine to two the score. North Penn has come out and struck very quickly. Stark's first foul shot, well short, barely grazed the front iron. The other four explorers had come all the way back to the bench, so no one is in there rebounding. Coach Dempsey decided that he needed to have a word with his team. The second free throw, also well short, and the rebound down to Noah Quartnick. Justin Cueto hounded in the backcourt by Stukes. He's able to get it across the timeline. 
Jump stops and now is able to feed to Matt Pickford. Noah Kwartnick now. J.J. Melcher comes off a screen. That three is well short from the top of the key. Conrad Kiska with the rebound. Up the floor quickly, finds McTamney. Gets all the way to the bucket and is blocked. Stark, though, scoops up the loose change and finishes off the glass. Good second change there by Stark. Full court pressure now from the Explorers. Really their first opportunity because they haven't made enough buckets to even start and set up that pressure. Melcher. Skip pass gets it all the way inside. Up and under from Kortnick, and he finishes. Wide open. Nobody home there inside the perimeter for the Explorers. North Penn with the skip pass evaded the pressure and got that easy bucket. Well, Sal now looking to respond on offense. It's Conrad Kiska. Now Dan Rimaldi, the inside feed to McTamney, who draws the double. A great save by Kortnick. Just tapped it back to his teammate Pickford, who has it now. Melcher, long three. Launches it and hits. Melcher, no conscience right now. He's liable to shoot from anywhere, and LaSalle needs a timeout. 14-4, to 3.03 to play first quarter, and North Penn has shocked this crowd here at LaSalle. North Penn has a lot of experience with their team, and as we look at LaSalle, they're pretty young. they got a lot of freshmen, sophomores that are playing. Only two seniors in Stark and McCam that we've seen playing. Fell Hall might come in in a short bit, but this will be a good test for, for the Explorers, especially now with the height of the height of 6-4 from many of these players. Now a 14-4 lead for the Knights. That's not looking good for the undefeated Explorers. Yes, it has been a very impressive effort from North Penn so far, and if you're LaSalle, Need to find a way to really stop the bleeding here. J.J. Melcher has been very, very good early on and has taken opportunities, well, even opportunities that doesn't look like a traditionally good shot, but he's just launching from 20, 23 feet and, uh, and has been able to hit. On the offensive side for LaSalle, the pressure that really picks up just shy of half court for North Penn has been an issue, and turnovers have led to some easy buckets for the Knights. They need to, they need to, co to convert on many chances, especially in this next three minutes. 14 to four the score. Jared Stooks dribbles up the floor. Now it's Phil Held, number 21, who draws a double. They swing it to Kiska. Kiska looked to go baseline, instead passes inside to Stark. It's last touched, knocked out of bounds by North Penn, and that's Lance Lindsey Ford. Matt Paulus will come back in the game. Ryan McTamney will take a seat. A couple of substitutions for North Penn as well. Reese Udinski, one of the stars for the football team, comes onto the field. Matt Paulus gets a look from the baseline, and he hits it. That's a big opportunity for the Explorers. They're getting back into it, and that's a play that they like to run. Paulus passes into Stooks and then curls behind. Stooks serves as a natural screen and allows Paulus to get an open look. Now J.J. Melcher spins and fires. Back iron no good. Shane Stark is there for the rebound, and up the floor comes Conrad Kiska. Ball is knocked out of his hand. The trailing referee has to make the call because the front referee completely had his back turned to the play, just turned and sprinted down the floor. I still believe got the call right, but mm -hmm. that's not the guy that they expected to have to make that call. Melcher didn't want to didn't believe in that call. He thought it went off of Stark's hands, not of his. But either way, LaSalle's going to get keep possession. 14-7. It was a big three from Paulus on the other end out of the timeout. 
Now an opportunity to cut it even closer as Stukes walks into a three top of the key. The back iron shot is no good. Cueto tips it away from Stark, loses it, and steps out of bounds on his way there. He had nothing but green grass in front of him before that rim, but he just lost control of it, and it went past the end line. Just sloppy play early on for the Explorers from all other players. Now the offense tries to reset and get a good look. Stukes had the open shot if he wanted it, instead works it around. He gets it back from Paulus. Baseline look for Phil Held. Back iron no good, and the rebound comes down with a bit of impressive dribbling as well to get out of treble. Lance Lindsay for it. Now we'll get the pass back from Cueto. One pump fake goes up, and Conrad Kiska hits him as he went into his shot. That's actually Ricky Johns, a 6'4 junior, who got that return feed and he will go to the line to shoot two. Ricky Johns, another member of the North Penn football team that had a good year, lost to Upper Dublin in the semifinals of the Quad A State Playoffs. Wholesale substitutions for the Explorers. Dan Romaldi back into the game along with first sighting of Isaiah Jones this afternoon. We're gonna talk about football, Isaiah Jones one of those LaSalle football players as well making that move to basketball alongside with starting quarterback Chris Ferguson. And now all the way down the floor after the made free throw, McTamney finishes, count it, and one. Chris, he nearly lost it on the way up and certainly induced by the contact. So at that point, when he lost the handle, he kind of just swatted his hands at it, which pushed it up off the glass and in. Good job by McTamney to stay with the ball. Didn't look, he had a wide open look. Good foul to take for North Penn, but went in. And he's going to get the three-point play. Converts the old-fashioned three. It's now 16 to 10, North Penn, 1.30 to play. LaSalle picks up in the three-quarters court pressure, nearly causes the turnover, and now McTamney's going to come up with it. Up the floor to Paulus. He's got one man to beat. Jump stops in the lane, puts it up and off the glass, and finishes. Some grace from Matt Paulus on those moves against Cueto. And now, again, the full-court pressure from the Explorers. Isaiah Jones and Ryan McTamney in the backcourt. Jones guarding Cueto. Cueto jump stops at the wrong point. Lucky to get it off to Johns. Johns into the lane, cannot get it to fall. Isaiah Jones, two on two. Paulus, again inside, gets fouled, and he will shoot two. I think Paulus's pass, excuse me, uh, Cueto's pass early on, I think got tipped by Jones but it didn't really matter because North Penn got the ball eventually. They missed it, but Cueto's going to take the foul, and Matt Paulus is going to go for two. Very important, the first two and last two minutes of every quarter here in high school, very similar to what you say in college basketball, first five minutes of every half are important as Paulus misses his first. Paulus, a very good free throw shooter for this team, has the opportunity to now cut the deficit to just three, which after trailing 14-4, to four, just about three and a half minutes into this one. LaSalle would take going into the first intermission. Hits his second. And Jared Stukes will come in his place. He's going to go out. Jared Stukes is going to come in. And now it's an opportunity once again to set up with the full court pressure. Inbounded to A.J. Mitchell just into the game. Jared Stukes is guarding him, making things difficult. Goes behind the back twice on his way, getting past the timeline. Now Lance Lindsey Ford, guarded by Stark. Hands off to Reese Judinsky. Judinsky 
floats into the lane, cannot hit, and the rebound is Stark. 30 seconds to go, Stark Jared Sukes doesn't want to wait. The pass is tipped and goes out of bounds. So LaSalle will retain possession, and with 28 seconds to play, Chris, very likely to take the last shot of this first quarter. A three would help the Explorers get the game tied, maybe get a lot of momentum. Isaiah Jones is going to come out. Matt Paulus is going to come back in. Let's see what Dempsey draws up here. Matt Paulus gets the inbound, looks back towards his bench, now feeds to Stukes. They're in no hurry. Dribbles up by the Explorer logo with no pressure from North Penn. They stay in their matchup zone. And with 15 seconds to play, Stukes aimlessly dribbles toward the elbow. He's just taking good old time. Comes to the top of the key. Paulus off the screen, has a look from three. That is short. Rebound to McTamney, has two seconds left. Paulus is gonna have to launch, does, Ooh. and it goes off the back iron, cannot fall. They got two looks at the end of the first quarter, neither of them able to fall, and they'll go into the first quarter at the end of this period with a three-point lead. We'll take a quick break here on Bob Long Sports and be back on the other side for the beginning of the second quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. The Explorers hosting the Knights of North Penn at home and trailing 16 to 13. Bob Long and Chris Jastrzemski on the call. Explorers will start with the ball here in the second half. It'll be Matt Paulus. Explorers still attacking left to right on your radio dial. Paulus comes off the screen, now looks to Stark, who catches it pretty far away from the basket on the baseline. Still working hard to get down low. Nearly travels, but before the traveling is called, there's a, or there's a foul called against Lance Lindsey Ford, and I don't believe anyone on the North Penn bench is too happy about that. But the LaSalle Explorers fortunate to maintain possession. LaSalle's going to try and capitalize on a 9-2 run they made in the last 3-3 three three in the first quarter. Isaiah Jones will launch a three. Front rim no good, and the rebound tipped to J.J. Melcher. Melcher having trouble getting it up the floor. He finds Lindsey Ford. Now to Matt Pickford. Pickford inside. Nearly blocked, and Shane Stark might have gotten a piece of it. And so a goaltending violation is called. Not happy with the call are the LaSalle Explorers. His hand clearly hit the net. Now I could see it from here, so they're going to give it the two, and I think they're going to talk to Dempsey. He's not that happy at all. And they do call goaltending. And so that is the call goaltending against the Explorers. 
Stukes comes into the lane, finds McTamney. McTamney gets inside and finger rolls at home. Good bucket that time. And now Stukes making things difficult in the backcourt. They're able to get it up. Opportunity for Lindsey Ford from three. He knocks it down. And just like that, it's again a six point lead, 21 to 15. Isaiah Jones trying to get it up the floor now. Shane Stark, Matt Paulus, an open look from three. That is off the front rim, no good. Quickly up the floor now, Lance Lindsey Ford. Good look inside the feed to Matt Pickford, who hits it from the weak side block. An eight-point lead for North Penn, 6.30 to play first half. J.J. Moucher with some good pressure for the Knights. Jared Souk steps out of bounds. He didn't even know where he was at. Did not. So now LaSalle, after that turnover, will bring on Dan Rimaldi. Isaiah Jones will come off. And now to inbound, it's A.J. Mitchell up the floor. Mitchell, guarded by Jared Stukes, finds Matt Pickford. Pickford, across now to Melcher. A.J. Mitchell, now into the lane with the short shot, no good from Matt Pickford. And going over the back was number 13, Lance Lindsey Ford, as he tried to get the rebound, LaSalle will get possession with 6.04 to play in the second quarter. They trail by eight. Conrad Kiska comes in to replace Matt Paulus. And that's the seventh foul of the half compared to just one for the Explorers. So LaSalle will go to the line. Jared Stukes to shoot one and one. LaSalle wasn't good in their foul shooting in the first quarter, but now with seven fouls for the Knights, the foul game is going to be important for the Explorers getting those free throws in. Stukes makes his first. Second free throw in and out. Rebounded by North Penn and up the floor they come. Justin Cueto. Now J.J. Melcher, he finds Derek Heiserman. The extra pass inside to Cueto is intercepted by Kiska. Up the floor, they try to go up top. They can't get it to fall. Kiska with the follow cannot finish either and Derek Heiserman down with the rebound. He's not a Dave Krumpetich. If that was Crump, he would have definitely slammed it home. And Noah Kortnick travels on the next possession, so LaSalle will get it back. A bit sloppy on the last few possessions here, Chris. Absolutely. It's been a sloppy game thus far. With many turnovers from both teams, especially early on from the Explorers. And that might be a reason why they're down seven with five and a half to go. 23 to 16, Jared Stukes tried to walk into a shot. Instead finds McTamney, who drives baseline, gets fouled as he went up for the lay-in, and he will shoot two. I got his eye poked. Yeah, he's grabbing at that left eye. Not in a ton of discomfort, but might have gotten a grazing blow. Second foul for Matt Pickford, the eighth on the Knights this half. First free throw is up and good for number 35, Ryan McTamney. McTamney now dribbles three times, flips the ball in his hands. End over end spin, and he's good on the second. 
23 to 18. And just as we saw, Chris, toward the end of the first half, LaSalle making their way back into things after North Penn jumped out to begin the quarter. Now the thing is, can the Explorers... As they cause a the steal in the backcourt. Oh, Stuke spins inside. Can he finish? Sure he Shades can. of his brother Amar. On High that off the glass. And now North Penn drawing a triple team. A foul will be called against Zach Chrysler. And that's just the second foul of the half. I believe that's going to go against Chrysler. Yes, it will. Chrysler's first. 5-11 to play. Still a good amount of time here in this second quarter after North Penn jumped out a little bit in the first minute. Phil Held's going to come in for Daniel Moldy as well. Now Derek Heiserman with the back to Chrysler. Chrysler got a hand in there. Stukes is on the floor. He has it. It'll be a jump ball. The effort that time from Jared Stukes. The possession will go back to North Penn, but unafraid to get on the floor and get after that ball first. Stukes had it originally, and then he lost it, and then originally grabbed it, but jump ball was called. North Penn's going to keep the ball. Heiserman gets the feed from Rudinsky, who gets it right back. Rudinsky guarded by Conrad Kiska. He finds Melshu, comes off two screens. The slip through. Heiserman wasn't there for the pass, and he kicks it out of bounds. LaSalle will take over, but you see what problems J.J. Melcher can give a team. When you got to commit seemingly two guys there, coming off screens is difficult. The little slip from Heiserman could certainly work the pass a bit in front of him, but Melcher making things difficult. Now Jared Stukes finds Matt Paulus. Now Phil Held. Stukes thought about the shot from the top of the key. Instead drives, tries to finish with the left. Didn't have enough on that one. The rebound to North Penn. Udinsky all the way to the rim. Cannot finish a bit too strong. The rebound down to number 45, Noah Kortnick, who acrobatically puts it high off the glass and in. I feel like both teams, especially LaSalle, are forcing more of their shots letting, rather than just letting them go in. Jared Stukes gets intercepted. I think he was looking for a cutting Conrad Kiska, but right there to get it was number uh, 24, J.J. Melcher, who will launch a long three. That's no good. The rebound down to Udinsky flips it up as he was falling. Some contact there, so the foul will be called, and he will shoot two from the line. Somebody's got a guy in the paint for the Explorers in that play. Kiska should have been the guy there, but he just got boxed out by one of the Knights. His first team's third. Reese Udinsky, a 6'4 junior, to shoot two. He hits the first to put North Penn up 26 to 20 on the road against LaSalle. 4.03 to play, second quarter. Dan Ramoldi and Shane Stark coming in for Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler. Second free throw is good from Udinsky. And he will take a seat as Ricky Johns is in to take his place. North Penn's going to back up into their half-court defense and give Jared Stukes a free trip across the timeline. Matt Paulus gets the look. Decided against it from beyond the three-point line. Instead, they look inside to find Shane Stark. And a three-second violation will be called against Dan Romaldi. Phil Held will come out of the game in his place. Comes Ryan McTamney. So a choppy game here so far for the 6-0 Explorers against the 3-3 Knights of North Penn. A seven-point deficit. 
as J.J. Melcher walks it across the timeline. Now he's guarded by Dan Romaldi. One look, and now Melcher will get it back. Now inside and out of bounds as Ricky Johns, it went off his knee, did not control it. And he tried to save it at the end, but it already matriculated across that baseline. Now obviously being from Syracuse, I haven't been able to follow LaSalle basketball a lot, but from what I've been reading and what I've been seeing and what I've been listening to, this is a different LaSalle team than I've expected. A little bit like less crisp, less chop, more choppy. Not a lot of flow going through the Explorers. And now the Explorers have to deal with the zone Just as Shane like Stark is pushed. The initial pass was deflected. Shane Stark jumped for it, and he was pushed in the back by Noah Quartnick. So he will go to the line. That's just the ninth foul of the half for North Penn, so he'll shoot one and one. Some of the LaSalle students having fun here in this crisp day weekend before Christmas game. And a missed Front end, one and one. It was well short and knocked out of bounds last touch you gotta, by the Explorers. You got to make those free throws, especially when they're given to you into the one on one. Front ends, it's the equivalent of a turnover. If you can't hit the front end of a one-on-one, -on -one, especially in, in late-game situations, this is not that. But Quaida wildly flies into the lane, just kind of chucked it off the front of the rim. Stark with the rebound, up the floor quickly to Matt Paulus. Not sure what Quaida was thinking on that shot. McTamney has it now. They feed inside to Stark, who draws a double. They get it up top to Paulus, who floats high in the lane and puts it in. Now just a five-point deficit once again as we tick under 2.40 to play in the first half. A deficit for the Explorers here. One of relatively few early this season. Shot is missed Stark. from Derek Heiserman. He thought there was another goaltender. Stark got up there, and now the crisp through pass, but unfortunately beyond the outstretched arm of Dan Romaldi, so out of bounds back to North Penn. Shane Stark tipped that ball, and then there was a... Great opportunity for the Explorers to capitalize, but just once again, just a bad pass. You can't have those bad passes in a game like this. Maybe the least bit of a press from Paulus. As we mentioned, the Explorers have spent very few minutes trailing this season. Stukes gets a steal in the backcourt against Cueto. Looks off for McTamney, who finishes. Very solid pass. Drew Cueto to him, and then found McTamney a perfect two-on-one conversion for the Explorers and now a timeout will be called by North Penn as this deficit has been cut to just three for the Explorers. A 30 second timeout here with just over two minutes to play in the first half. McTamney has been the biggest contributor for the Explorers. He's just reached double digits while Matt Paulus is seven. Jared Stukes is three. LaSalle 6-0 on the year. Leading scorer this season, Ryan McTamney. He has 116 points in six games, just shy of 20 points a game. And you see what he can do on the floor. We mentioned it in the pregame, Chris. He can do just about everything you want someone to do on a basketball floor. I mean, as a big man, he can make things happen inside. But the ability to shoot, the ability to run the floor, the ability to walk the ball up the floor when he needs to, a good dribbler as well. You see the complete package with Ryan McTamney. We've seen a lot of his play so far inside the perimeter. We haven't seen a lot outside this game. Hopefully, maybe in the second half, you might see a little bit more, depending on how the lead is for the Knights. Back to action. And the star for North Penn, number 24, J.J. Melcher, who's had some heroics and theatrics this afternoon, walks the ball up the floor. Ricky Johns, top of the key, one-on-one. -on -one. 
Great look to the outside, A.J. Mitchell, long with the three. The rebound bounced about, and Melcher came up with it. Then Stark fouled him as he was trying to poke it away. I don't really see a lot of explorers in the paint whenever North Penn shots up. I don't know why, but at least get the defensive rebound so that maybe, and even down three, maybe start a new possession for the explorers, get some momentum, maybe a rush. Four fouls for LaSalle, the first on Stark. He's guarding Heiserman, and now stolen. Stark all alone, has trouble with the jam, but it goes home anyway. That's all that matters. 27-26, Stukes got the ball, but a little bit too much body as well as he went in for the steal. Foul is called against number two for the Explorers. And again, that just the fifth foul of the half with a minute 41 to play. So North Penn were inbound. They will inbound from underneath their own basket. Shane Stark saved some disaster with that almost missed dunk. If he missed that dunk, Dempsey might have thrown his blazer to the ground in <laughs> we'll a typical Dempsey fashion. We'll see what time, if at all, he loses the blazer. Good defense. And now we have a stoppage. The referee taking things into his own hands as Melcher was about to launch a three. They have to separate Derek Heiserman and Shane Stark, who have been getting after it all afternoon. And they're going to call the foul on Stark. I think it's just a double foul, yes. And so with a double foul, you won't see free throws on either side. Chris Ferguson to check into the game, and that is a calculated move from head coach Joe Dempsey. Stark already has one foul. He's going to pull him off for the last approximately 100 seconds of this first half. Ferguson hasn't really played a lot of basketball here at LaSalle. This is actually his first year on varsity. He's somewhat like a Dom Cucci who played only his senior year for varsity, just playing a one-and-done. A good slip from Pickford, the assist from Mitchell, and the easy two at the bucket. 29 to 26 now the score, a minute 14 to play. McTamney backs down his defender, scores at the strong side block off the glass. Now just a one point deficit. The Explorers have worked their way all the way back. Up the floor, it's Matt Pickford. He's guarded by Jared Stukes. Gets into the lane. Goes up with the left hand. Ferguson's able to come up with it, but gives it right back to Pickford. Pickford a bit strong on his next one, and Ferguson once again there for the rebound. So not a great pass, Chris, but rack up the, the, uh, the rebounds for him. That's Absolutely. two on that possession. Two in about five seconds. I'll take the stats. That's efficiency. 32 seconds to play as Jared Stukes has it now. Will they wait for one shot or will they take it ahead of time? Phil Held has it, now Stukes top of the key. 22 seconds and now he's gonna back off to take the last shot. Up by the Explorer logo, he switches between left and right on the dribble. In no hurry, 11 seconds to shoot. We're just driving the paint here, I'm Jared. Stukes goes right at the defender, puts it off the glass, cannot finish. Kept in by North Penn. Oh. McTamney steals and puts it in right at the buzzer. And after wow. 16 minutes of play, just like that, the Explorers take the lead, their first of the afternoon. And it comes right at the halftime buzzer off the hands of Ryan McTamney, who stole it in the backcourt. Just hold the ball of your North Penn. You got three seconds. You, you know, you're probably you can't even be struggle. called for a five-second violation. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Just hold the ball and then... Just stuff like that's not going to happen. It's overall, it's capitalized 
on a sloppy first half for both teams. Very sloppy indeed. We saw a lot early from J.J. Melcher, who got things going early. But it's been Ryan McTamney, the 6'5 senior for the Explorers, to get things going late. After 16 minutes of play in the first half, it's 30 for the Explorers, 29 for the Knights of North Penn. We'll take a break, come back for the halftime show. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, presented by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. It's the halftime show right here on Bob Long Sports with Bob Long and Chris Jastrzemski on the call. 30-29 to 29 your score at the half. The Explorers 
with their first lead of the half in the dying moments as Shane Stark intercepted a pass in the backcourt and was able to finish to put the Explorers up one. Chris, your thoughts on the first half. What are our main takeaways, and what are we looking forward to in the second half? I've just seen a lot of sloppy plays from both sides, especially LaSalle early on. Uh, LaSalle had a 9-2 run late in the first quarter to cut the lead, the North Penn lead from 10 to about 3. And then North Penn just got sloppy, sloppy in like the last two, three minutes of the second quarter, especially in that last play from Justin Cueto, just getting the rebound and then just passing it to literally Ryan McTamney. Right. Just swishing it in, one-point lead for the Explorers. Maybe not a one-point lead for the Explorers from how we've seen it, but it is what it is. That's exactly right. The scoreboard doesn't lie. And you have to give some props on that last play as well to Jared Stukes, who at that point you could just give up the rebound, okay, end of the first half. But he really shouldered up against Cueto right near that baseline so as to, to give the impression of multiple defenders. He had nowhere to go, not realizing he could just sit on the ball, essentially, with three seconds left and not have to give it up. But he got his mind working too quickly, forced that pass, and that's where McTamney was to, to make things happen. What stood out to you otherwise, though? North Penn controlling most of the game. What about this team? Certain players or schemes or defenses? What has stood out to you about these Knights? I think with the Knights, as we talked around the pregame show, the 6-4 advantage from Udinsky, Lindsey Ford, Ricky Johns, Davara, and basically almost everyone on this team with the exception of two guys, three, four guys, they're over 6-4, and you've, you could see some of that action going on in the first quarter with the Offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding, Definitely yep. the offensive rebounds and the defensive rebounds. Even in some of the passes, some errant passes from the Explorers going to the Knights. So this height differential for the for the Knights is giving the Explorers some trouble here. It certainly has. And now on the Explorers side, we've seen Stukes and Paulus come up with big steals throughout. That's going to have to be a key once again. And then shoring up on the offensive glass, making sure that North Penn isn't grabbing a bunch of offensive rebounds. If LaSalle wants to be successful in the second half, those are certainly going to be key points. I think Jared Stukes overall has been the best player in the game. We've seen McTamney score a bunch, but McTamney, that helps. But Stukes forcing those air and passes and forcing those steals has helped the Explorers a lot and get to that one-point lead. As we move forward in our halftime show here, Chris, I know you did some research for us, and a big part of this LaSalle basketball program is that it is a family, and you can always come back. You see a lot of familiar faces in the gym here, and you'll see that all year long, especially in the next couple of games as guys are back on break. Lots of players playing in college right now, and alums of the program. Chris, how are our guys doing? All right, so let's start with the D1 guys. Let's start with Dave Crumpidge, who graduated last year. He's at Colgate. He started his first career game at Syracuse, so I got the chance to see him and talk with him a little bit beforehand. He told me he was going to start, and I was, like, really happy for him. Seven points, four rebounds, and a block and loss to Syracuse. He hasn't played since. Not sure why, but good start for him for Crumpidge. He had a career-high 13 against Albany a couple weeks back. Amar Stukes, Point, two assists, two blocks, and three rebounds. But he went 0 for 6 and lost to Villanova. They'll have Miami on Tuesday night at the Palestra. That's a big one right there. Very big one, especially a big five game at the Palestra, man. Yes, yes. doesn't matter who. If it's a big five game, it's always going to be big. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice to have Miami in town as well. I'd be there. We'd be there. But 
We will also be here in this gym once again for the PCL opener against Archbishop Ryan, so hopefully you can join us PCL for basketball that. is always better than the Big Five anyways. Oh, oh of course. Uh, Steve Smith, we haven't seen a lot of him. He's come off the bench mainly recently. Two rebounds and a loss last night against Wagner. We go to Division Two with the most recent guys. It's also graduated Najee Walls and Sean Witherspoon. First with the Walls, he's at East Strasburg. Six points, four assists, two rebounds, and a loss to Mercyhurst. He started all eight games, and he had a double-double against Seton Hill. They played chain today at three. Sean Weatherspoon's at Nyack in New York. Five points, two assists, and a rebound in the steal, and a loss to Bloomfield. He started six games for the Nyack team. They play Felician today at three. And then we go to D3, Darnell Artis at Gwen and Mercy. 17 points, two assists, four rebounds, two steals, and a win against Centenary. He's averaging 15.3 points a game. Last year, he was first-team All-CSAC. And if Gwen and Mercy rings a bell for you, Bernie Fitzgerald, a coach, associate head coach at Gwen and Mercy, there he's also is. a teacher at LaSalle. And guess what? The Fitzgerald clan doesn't stop there. BJ, his son, is a first year assistant. Love it. That's, that is great work by you, Chris. Good research and always good to see how our explorers are doing at the next level. We got about a minute left, minute or two left till we start the second half. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and have the second half for you. This has been the Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports, and this is Explorer Basketball brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorer's Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DuntfeeFord.com. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. As the Explorers take on North Penn, and we're ready for the second half right here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long and Chris Jastrzemski on the call. LaSalle will begin with the ball, dressed in their home whites, moving from right to left on your radio dial. Stukes throws it away. He was looking for Ryan McTamney, who thought he was going to backdoor cut. Stukes didn't see that coming, and he throws it into the stands. Sloppiness looks like it's going to continue in the second half. Now it's Cueto, Justin Cueto, the 5'7 senior up the floor. Derek Heiserman, top of the key. He finds Matt Pickford, who will back it out. He's guarded by Matt Paulus. Paulus making things difficult. Pickford comes off the screen and finds Heiserman. Heiserman off to Cueto. Forces two defenders. Heiserman spins in the lane, puts it high off the glass, and he finishes. Lots of contact as well. Great spin move from Heiserman. Very solid finish from the big man. 
Now a bit of three-quarters court pressure and nearly forces a steal. It's tipped out of bounds by Matt Pickford as Paulus was looking for Shane Stark. Make simple passes. Doesn't matter, I mean, with that play, there's a guy right in between. Do something with the ball that's maybe like makes more sense than just throw right near North Bend defender. Strong finish by Stukes as he came one big dribble to the strong side block and finished with some contact as well. LaSalle back up one, 32 to 31. Stukes gets another steal, tries to keep it in bounds. He does, finds Paulus. Paulus gets fouled, cannot finish. It falls off the front rim as he got to the strong side block and he'll shoot two at the line. We talked about the halftime show. Great defense from Jared Stukes and a pace off, gives it to Paulus, but Paulus can't convert. But luckily he's got two free throws. And he forced Cueto's hand. Justin Cueto had to foul there. That's his second foul of the game. Paulus hits the first. Starting five on the floor for the Explorers. Starting five remains on the floor for North Penn as well. So we begin the second half just as we started the first. But instead, it's a quick run from the Explorers to start the second, and they lead by three. Justin Cueto guarded one-on-one -on -one in the backcourt by Stukes. He loses the ball. Stukes is on the floor. They're going to have to get it across quickly, and they do. Melcher. Stukes got hard. Stukes got it from behind, and he knocked it out of bounds. No foul called, but he tried to go behind the back, did Melcher. Didn't know that Stukes was there, and the pressure continues from the Explorers. Man, Jared Stukes might be the only one that might have shown up to this game today. Everyone else has been sloppy, but Jared Stukes, his defense, I can't underestimate. I can't. Overstate. Overstate, yes. Overstate his defense. Thank you for the uh, assist right there. <laughs> and now it's North Penn who tries to get the assist. It was number 11, Matt Pickford, who sent it off to Heiserman, but then he missed the shot. Shot was followed up and scored. Rimaldi has it, drawing a double team. He finds Stukes as they cross the timeline. Stukes finds Rimaldi again. Matt Paulus comes to the top of the key, shoots the three, no good coming off the screen, and the rebound down to Justin Cueto. A one-point lead, 34-33 to 33 for the Explorers. Finding Heiserman to Cueto, couldn't handle the pass, somehow kept it in bounds, and right back to Heiserman. Spinning inside. A foul is called against Shane Stark. It looked like he got all ball. You hear the murmurs in the crowd that tend to agree with me but he will go to the line Will Derek Heiserman to shoot two. I thought I got all ball right there too, Bob. And just like that, that is three fouls on Shane Stark early here in this third quarter. Conrad Kiska gets up and he will likely replace Stark. Heiserman misses the first. That's a big call in this game, Chris. Certainly hope the official saw it correctly because if not, that's taking a key player and you don't want to see a key player for either of these teams be taken out of the game for fouls that, that were borderline. Heiserman hits the second. For Joe Dempsey's squad, these freshmen, Kiska and Zach Chrysler, have been important for this team. At last Tuesday, actually early this season, it was the first time that, he, that I can remember and that Coach Dempsey can remember that Alan Powell and Kiska and Zach Chrysler played on the floor in the heat of the game. Sometimes, you know, you have three or four freshmen playing when LaSalle's up by like 30, but in the heat of the game when they're down or like up by like a few or down by a few, 
there were three freshmen on the floor and they contributed heavily to this Explorer team. Now Stukes comes up the floor. McTamney gets the feed, comes into the lane, draws some contact, goes soft off the back iron, pops straight up and goes in. Two point lead for the Explorers. 5.06 to play, Stukes gets the steal. Head fake in the lane, followed up by Rinaldi and he scores. Dan Rimaldi with the finish. And what's unbelievable to me there, Chris, as there's a quick timeout here from the Explorers, is how much in Cueto's head that Jared Stukes is. Because when that ball was stolen, he didn't decide to go after the ball. He turned to the official and started complaining about it as Stukes was picking the ball up and going to the rim. Just, if that doesn't show you how much he's in his head, I'm not sure what will. You just got to go get the ball. Don't complain to the especially if you're in your own zone. Just go and get the ball. Don't complain to the refs because guess what? You might just give up two points. You might instead of blocking or forcing a bad shot or bad pass. Could have given up two points, and that's what happened with Cueto. And then it was a good follow from Rimaldi as well. Dan Rimaldi, a 6'4 senior starter on this team. He returns to the floor. Isaiah Jones will come into the game. He replaces Jared Paulus. Or I should say Jared Stukes and Matt Paulus remains on the floor. The dynamic duo in the backcourt. Well, Jared Paulus would be a really good player. <laughs> Up and off the glass and good, Ricky, I should say A.J. Mitchell, off the feed from Johns, and he scores, count the bucket with the foul. He'll shoot one more at the line. Isaiah Jones committed the foul. That's his first of the game. A.J. Mitchell, just a soft, or just a freshman, I should say. Ninth grader at 5'10". Can't finish the three-point play. Dan Rimaldi with the rebound. Now Matt Paulus quickly up the floor. That's an ill-advised pass, and then another one this time from North Penn. So two consecutive steals, and LaSalle has it Just back. bad basketball right there. I don't know what any of those players were thinking when they were passing the ball. Just be smart and know what's going on in the game and just see who's out there and decide on your own what's best for this team. Another very dangerous pass from McTamney. It got to Rimaldi. Rimaldi was then blocked and it went out of bounds. He might have gotten the last touch because it's going back to North Penn. And LaSalle will set up in their full court pressure. So if nothing else, they turn the ball over there, but if nothing else, the stoppage of play allows them to set up their full court pressure that has given North Penn fits today. We saw Heisman on that block and the height advantage if we want to talk about the full court pressure as well. The height of Heisman, 6'5", along with many of these other Knights, have caused a little bit of trouble close to the paint. Open three. That's going to go. No good, but a re a, I guess it hit the wire yeah. first. So there's a wire that goes essentially up to the ceiling right above the net. So once it hits that, play is called dead and out of bounds now to the Explorers. Jared Stukes. Cuts through the defense, finds Isaiah Jones. Conrad Kiska thought about the three, instead back to Stukes. Gets baseline, finds Jones. 17-footer is good from the baseline for Isaiah Jones. Now a four-point lead for the Explorers with under four to play in the third quarter. J.J. Melcher, very quiet since the first quarter. Pulls the trigger, foot on the line, but still hits anyways. An off-balance shot, a long two for J.J. Melcher. Jared Stukes back into traffic, and he's going to shuffle the feet. Yes, too many steps as he travels on his way into the lane. Good defense from J.J. Melcher. 
I hate traveling calls. So let's be honest. From whose perspective? From everyone's. Let's let's take take a look at the NBA. There could be like a guy that takes eight steps, no dribbles, and it's, and it, it doesn't so, get so called. So do you hate traveling calls or not calling travels? I, I it just sounds hate, like you hate I just not hate, calling. I just them. hate traveling in general. You got to make a decision. And everyone's got to stick to the same decision. North Penn moving the ball up the floor. Phil Held got his hands on it his and dove out of bounds. Could not save it, but a, a crazy sequence ball there. Ball hit the knee coming out, and that's why North Penn's going to keep that ball. 3.17 to play, third quarter, 40-38 to 38 to score. LaSalle with a two-point lead. North Penn to inbound from underneath their own basket. Jared Stukes going to be called for a foul as it was immediately inbounded to Reese Udinski, and at that point, Stukes reached the hand in there. That's his second foul of the game. Third foul of the half for the Explorers. 3.16 to play, third quarter. We got a good one here in Windmore, Pennsylvania. They'll go all the way up top to the safety valve, Noah Quartnick to inbound. And now it's A.J. Mitchell. Mitchell feeds inside to Lance Lindsay Ford, who will back it out. Now it's Matt Pickford. North Penn in no hurry, nearly travels with it. Now the handoff to Lindsay Ford. Lindsay Ford feeds back to Udinsky, just inside the three-point line, can't hit the shot, and Isaiah Jones rips the ball away from Noah Quartnick. A held ball will be called before that point, and the possession will remain with North Penn. See Quartnick 6-4. I'm gonna keep saying this again against Isaiah Jones who's 6-1 those three inches giving him that rebound and eventually giving him the possession arrow Jared Stukes with another foul bit of a careless one there as he reached from behind very rarely is that not going to be called even if you don't get any, uh, any hand there it just a bit of a needless chance taken and now that's three fouls on Jared Stukes Ryan McTamney and Dan Ramoldian. Jared Stukes, three fouls along with Shane Stark. They're going to be on the bench. We got 2.50 left in the third. Let's see what Dempsey's going to do with those two guys in foul trouble. The senior, Matt Pickford, he found A.J. Mitchell. He thought about it from three. Instead, now finds Kortnick back to Mitchell. Shoots the three, no good, and the rebound down to Reese Udinski for North Penn. Cuts through the defense and scores off the glass. We are tied at 40, 2.26 to play third quarter. Paulus at the top of the key finds McTamney. Hands back off for Paulus who thought about the three. Instead, back up top to Conrad Kiska. Now Isaiah Jones will resettle at the logo. Goes right at the basket, too strong. Rebound to Dan Rimaldi. Now Isaiah Jones has it. Backdoor cut from Ryan McTamney, finishing with the left hand off the glass, off the feet from Isaiah Jones. McTamney's close to reaching 20 for the Explorers. Jones tried to back tap, couldn't get the look. Instead, now it's A.J. Mitchell thinking about three. He'll reset up top to Udinsky. Udinsky goes right into the defender, and an offensive foul is called. Matt Paulus stood in there and took it. Good job there by Paulus, just taking the ram that is Udinsky. Matt Paulus now dribbles up the floor with the left hand. The Explorers with a two-point lead in the final stages of the third quarter. Offensive foul number 45, Paulus 
Guarded by Pickford, comes off a screen. Shot from the foul line is short, and the rebound down to Udinsky. Udinsky will take it up himself. He's guarded by Conrad Kiska. Udinsky comes just inside the three-point line. That shot is well short. A long rebound comes down to A.J. Mitchell, and he is fouled. Ramaldi on the foul. He just put his ball on the North Penn defender and, I mean, excuse me, his hand on the North Penn defender. Just left it there for a good two seconds and just gets called for the foul. Good call by the refs. 76 seconds to play, third quarter. Couple of substitutions on both sides. J.J. Melcher will come back into the game. Shane Stark and Phil Held back for the Explorers, replacing Jones and Kiska. J.J. Melcher will inbound underneath North Penn's basket. Stark's one of those guys that have three fouls for the Explorers. He's got to be careful. Melcher hunting his own shot, squeaks into the lane, jumps and passes. Nobody was there to get the other end of it. Out of bounds, last touched by Melcher and the Knights. I think he was trying to find the uh, ghost of Christmas past right there, but <laughs> doesn't exist, sorry. He'll be here in a few days. 42 to 40. Now exactly one minute to play in the third. Matt Paulus, cross-court pass to McTamney, baseline three, no good. Rebound down to the Explorers, back up top to Paulus, another short shot. Stark gets the rebound and finishes strong off the glass. Stark 6'6", six, six, important in that paint. He got two big rebounds against those 6'4 and 6'5 North Penn defenders. And now and another offensive foul, this time Matt Pickford. Runs into Matt Paulus, who stood there and took it again. Great job by Paulus on those two offensive fouls for the Knights. The Explorers now with a four-point lead. 39.3 to play here in the third quarter. And at the end of each quarter here so far, we've seen the Explorers either tack back into the game or, in this case, take a quick lead. Double team comes on Rimaldi. Good look to Held. Inside to McTamney. An easy bucket for the Explorers. They lead by six. 21 seconds to play. Melcher again hunting his own shot. Spins come beyond the three-point line. Now an open look for Pickford. That one's short. And it again hit that same wire above the basket and will give LaSalle the basketball. Oh, a basket right here is going to give the Explorers a ton of momentum heading the fourth quarter. Paulus will let it roll all the way past the three-point line, and now it's going to be Rick Tamney. Ryan McTamney hits a three from the baseline off the look from Matt Paulus. It's a nine-point game. Going to need to get a shot up quickly. Long shot comes. It's well short off the hands of Melcher. And after three quarters of play, LaSalle leads 49-40. to 40. Big looks at the end of each quarter have either gotten them back into the game or in this particular situation put them ahead. The Explorers lead by nine. We'll take a quick break and come back for the fourth quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. 
Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DuntfeeFord.com. Back to LaSalle College High School here. Beginning of the fourth quarter, as the Explorers lead by nine over the Knights of North Penn, Bob Long and Chris Yastrzemski on the call. Third quarter ended with a flourish, a McTamney three, and now the Explorers will start with possession again, moving from right to left on your radio dial. This is third quarter was absolutely the best quarter basketball that I've seen, and especially the best basketball quarter of this game for the Explorers thus far after being sloppy in the first half. Dan Romaldi has it now, elbow extended at the three-point line. He finds Phil Held. Up top to Jared Stukes, the Explorers leading by nine in no particular hurry. Now Queda will step up. Held will take it and right back to Jared Stukes. Held gets it, elbow extended. Stukes once again. Backdoor cut, McTamney, an easy bucket off the feed from Jared Stukes. They lulled him to sleep, the Explorers did. Got the, uh, the night defense on their toes and then cut right behind him. Great play from the Explorers there. And now a foul will be called against Phil Held. An easy one for the official to call as he got his hands in between the elbow and the body of number 11, Matt Pickford. Now underneath the basket, J.J. Melcher will throw in an 11-point lead for the Explorers. Derek Heiserman takes the feed. Right back inside and finishing is Matt Pickford. So the thrower in came right back and got it on the look. A good finish. Jared Stukes inside to Ryan McTamney. Too easy that time. Way too much attention being paid to Stukes. And at the weak side block, patiently waiting was Ryan McTamney. That looked like the same exact play that we saw to start the fourth quarter. Lance Lindsey Ford takes a three. That one well short, hit the backboard first. And the rebound down to Phil Held. Now Stukes with it. Shane Stark gets the feed pretty deep. It was nearly stolen away and he is able to recover and get it back to Stukes. 6.07 to play. LaSalle in no hurry here in the fourth quarter. They lead by nine. Stukes off to Stark, beyond the three-point line. Looks to take his man, now backs it back out to the three-point line. Jump stops in the lane, flips it up, and it goes home after the soft roll off the rim. 11-point lead for the Explorers. Cueto floats in the lane, can't finish. Rebound, down to McTamney, up the floor quickly. Rimaldi goes right in. Thought he got fouled. He can't believe it, palms to the sky but it goes out of bounds. Last touched by Dan Romaldi. Interesting. Very. 13-point lead for the Explorers, 5.37 to play, fourth quarter. Reese Udinsky to throw in. LaSalle still keeps a few men in the backcourt, and it'll be Justin Cueto to bring it across the timeline, guarded by Jared Stukes. Cueto looks off now for Reese Udinsky, who's guarded by Paulus. Extra pass now. Inside comes to Heiserman. Heiserman up top. Melcher for three. That one is no good. And the rebound 
would have been foul. would have been gotten by the Explorers, but yes, an off-ball foul called against LaSalle. I think the guy to watch for North Penn is going to be J.G. Melcher and his ability to shoot from the three. Too many threes could give North Penn new life. They're down by 13, but there's 5.17 left in this fourth quarter. Certainly still time in the front end of the one and one as it was the seventh foul against LaSalle is hit by Noah Kortnick. Back onto the floor, Ricky Johns, number 14. Off comes Derek Heiserman, the 6'5 junior. Kortnick sizes up his second. That one's well short, but gets his own rebound after it was tapped back out. Now Reese Udinski finds Melcher. Melcher pumps once, comes inside. Cannot hit the three from just inside the three-point line, and Zach Chrysler gets the rebound. Jared Stukes up the floor quickly. Isaiah Jones off the feed from Stukes finishes at the glass. Now a 14-point lead as Reese Udinski is hounded by a double team. Cueto's going to get an open look from three. In and out, no good. Tipped out of bounds. Last touched by Isaiah Jones of the Explorers, and the Knights will get it back. LaSalle 6-0 on the year, looking to improve to 7-0. Going into Philadelphia Catholic League play. And a reminder, we will have that game on Tuesday evening right here at LaSalle as they take on Archbishop Ryan. Ensuing pass, too tough to handle. LaSalle's going to come up with it. Now it's deep in their own zone. And very alertly calling a timeout is Jared Stukes. Matt Paul seems to be a little bit shaken up. Coach Brown going right to Paulus. Some of the guys going right to Paulus. But great heart there for Matt Paulus and Jared Stukes on that play. Yes, and two guys on the floor for the Explorers led to the opportunity for Stukes to pick up that ball. And, and more important than another scoring opportunity, Chris, is a possession there. LaSalle gets a possession. It would have been tough, I think, for Stukes to get that ball out of that double team. He was double teamed, and he was right by the sideline. So... It would have been very difficult to get out of that situation. A very heads-up timeout called, which gives the Explorers an opportunity to take some time off the clock. They have a big lead here. They lead by 14, and with, with about five minutes to go, I believe, and an opportunity to salt this game away. Very smart timeout there by Coach Dempsey. And with stopping the clock and giving the LaSalle possession, they'll kill some more time. Hopefully they can extend this lead. The thing they got to watch out for is more foul, if any foul trouble in these last few minutes in this game. That's exactly right. And now LaSalle about to break the huddle. The Explorers extended the timeout to a full timeout. And so we'll see what Coach Dempsey was able to devise. We haven't really touched about the LaSalle coaching staff either. We've, I mean, we've got Coach Brown and Coach Dempsey and at times Coach Donahoe. But there's three new assistants to this team. No Coach Sheedy and two other guys have been let go last year. So we have a new, pretty new assistant coaching staff for this team. Stukes finds Chrysler. He's going to launch from three. Back iron, no good. The littlest guy on the floor, Jared Stukes, with a huge Ooh. rebound. For good measure, a behind-the-back pass to Paulus. Paulus gets into the lane. He can't finish. Gets his own rebound and finishes oh, at the strong side oh, block. What a play by Matt Paulus. And by Stukes. The backcourt showing itself to be a strength on this team all year long. And an offensive foul, the third taken by Matt Paulus. This time, Ricky John's the one to be called. Backcourt back for the Explorers heading into PCL play is going to be pretty 
important. You see Starks, I mean, excuse me, Stukes. Stark will be important too, but Matt Paulus as well. Heading to Ryan, and then you also have Prep, and then the typical powerhouses of Newman and Roman. Conwell Egan, you might want to talk about them. Archbishop Wood. Absolutely. So there's three, four, five, six spots in the PCL for are going to be up for grabs maybe more than ever. Jared Stukes now as LaSalle gets the possession, which is very important, under four minutes to play, leading by 16. Zach Chrysler has it up top to Paulus. Paulus will back it out. 59 to 43 the score. LaSalle outscoring this Knights team 29 to 14 here in the second half. A very impressive display. Paulus in no hurry, up near the Explorer logo, dribbles through a double team. Now finds Dan Romaldi. Stukes gets stripped, but is fouled on his way to the basket. He was not shooting, but the eighth, should say, just the fifth foul for North Penn. So LaSalle to take it from out of bounds. Matt Paulus will come out of the game along with Zach Chrysler. McTamney back into the game. McTamney has trouble with the pass. It wasn't a great look from Dan Romaldi, and it was last touched by McTamney. There were safer options there, Chris, and with under four minutes to play, you just need to get the ball in there at that point. Absolutely. They've, there's there were a bunch of safer options throughout this entire game from both teams, and we didn't see a lot of smart decision-making from my standpoint. J.J. Melcher all the way up the floor, gives off, and an easy bucket is scored by number 45, Noah Quartnick. Quick timeout for North Penn. Quick timeout indeed for North Penn. Now, referees there, yikes. Uh, he bowled into Jared Stukes. I think something needs to be called there. Personally, I believe that Melcher bowled into Stukes, but while Stukes was still moving, so I would have called a blocking foul. Just tough to let that much contact go without a call of any kind, offensive or defensive. There should have been a call there. So I don't, didn't matter which call or if it was offensive or defensive, offensive foul would have been really nice for the Explorers after what had happened with Matt Paulus. But that time it was Stukes standing in yeah. and I think was moving a bit. Just more on the, the physical contact aspect of it, I, I think something needed to be called Some there. Some of these but. District 1 teams like North Penn, we know they're pretty chippy. And they're pretty, they're pretty chippy. So I'm not really surprised to see action like that happen. 321 to play. It's a 14-point lead for the Explorers. They lead 59 to 45. Rimaldi having trouble getting it in, and it's stolen by Melcher. Melcher tried to launch, instead throws it away. McTamney's there. His ensuing pass is picked off. Mitchell inside. Good look to number 11, Matt Pickford, who puts it up and off the glass with the left hand. Now Stukes up the floor quickly. This is exactly what North Penn wants, to speed up the Explorers. There's no reason to speed up right now. You lead by 12 points with three minutes to go. North Penn getting their wish, and they've caused a couple turnovers. LaSalle needs to slow this ball down and play some half-court offense. It's a 12-point lead for the Explorers, but it's down from 16 from a few seconds ago. Be Stark smart and hold the ball. Gets the inbound pass and looks to do just that. Stukes, though, gets into the lane very quickly. He finishes with the left hand. And you accept that, I guess, if it goes in, but still very quick from the Explorers. Mitchell launches a three. Front rim no good. Rebound cannot be finished by Matt Pickford, and Stukes taps the rebound to himself. 
all the way down the floor. Isaiah Jones gets blocked out of bounds, and LaSalle will get the ball. Again, a six-second possession, Chris. Up. How many points are they up now? 14. Six-second possession, under three minutes to go. Don't let North Penn in it at all. If they want to make, if they want to foul you, that's great because that'll be better and that'll kill some time. They nearly want, went uh, the under again on the six-second possession, nearly stolen by J.J. Melcher. We'll see if they can uh, elevate above the six-second threshold on this possession. They cannot. It's stolen by Melcher, but it goes out of bounds Melcher's off his knee. Great dece. He nearly stole it again. It'll back the Explorers up on the other side of the timeline. Conrad Kiska has trouble getting it in, gets it into Stark. North Plain has played some great full-court pressure throughout this game. And now the double's going to come on Stukes. He beats the defender off to Kiska. An easy look and finish at the bucket. That's his first two of the game for the freshman. J.J. Melcher, a long three. Is good, nothing but net. This kid has unlimited range. And they needed it. Down 13, now they're looking to get another turnover. Stukes. Paulus now. Stark almost, has it. Almost Off to Stukes. Finishes at the bucket again, and Joe Dempsey wants a timeout. He gets it before the next inbound. And they will extend to a full. We'll take the timeout with them. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball presented by Dumphy Ford. We will be right back. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to Winmore, Pennsylvania. Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School Basketball presented by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long and Chris Yastrzemski alongside. And a big lead here for the Explorers. They're just trying to hold on in the final few minutes. Now North Penn basketball. J.J. Melcher will launch another three. In and out, no good. The rebound to Matt Paulus. A minute 44 to play. They lead by 15 and in no hurry, I think. Shane Stark, inside look to McTamney. He well, scores. You wrong. I did think wrong. But they put another bucket in and now lead by 17. That's Eight. McTamney's 30th point of the game. Now a long three is good, this time from Matt Pickford. Three for Matt Pickford. No problem with shooting quick threes for North Penn. Now Phil Held thinks about a three himself. Pulls it back out. Paulus will launch from three. In and out, no good. The rebound to Matt Pickford. I understand the layups, but I don't understand a three at this point. Now a turnover by Pickford. Shane Stark, crossover dribble, gets inside, finishes at the bucket, count it, and one. What a good set of moves. Good play overall by Stark with the steal. And then the moves 
and then laying off the ball. Just a little gentle. Just touch. very, very gentle from Stark there. Finishes at home. I think we've seen more possessions in the fourth quarter with a team leading by double digits, that mind you, than in the first or second quarter when the game was free and open. Absolutely. Matt Paulus, Ryan McTamney are out. Chris Ferguson, a fan favorite, comes back in. And I'll tell you what, you got to give this team credit. I mean, we kind of joke about the amount of possessions and how quickly the Explorers have moved. They've only increased their lead. Yes. Over the time period where they've been taking five and six second possessions, and they've gotten very good looks out of those possessions. A credit to this team moving into Philadelphia Catholic League play. Now under a minute to play. A.J. Mitchell into the lane. He gets fouled. I believe that was on his way to the bucket. Well, apparently not. That was not called on the floor. It was called in the air. And so he'll shoot two. Now we got a minute left. The next opponent for LaSalle is Archbishop Ryan. That's going to open up PCL play. Yes, it will. What do you expect taking the reins from you, asking you the color commentator now? Sure. What, what do you think about the PCL, and what do you think about what's going to happen in the PCL this year? Mitchell hits one of two, and the rebound down to Chris Ferguson. Uh, you're going to see another great league. It was by far the best league in the state last year, one of the best in the country, and you're going to see Newman and Roman be just as good as they were last year. Roman Catholic is probably better with the transfer of Lamar Stevens and Tony Carr just a year older. I mean, it's going to be very difficult for a middle-of-the-road team to make their way in this league, and LaSalle needs to make that decision. Are they a middle-of-the-road Philadelphia Catholic League team, or are they an elite team? And I think we'll start to find that out starting on Tuesday night. 20 seconds to play. Just going to hold the ball. LaSalle in no hurry. Dan Romaldi's just going to stand with it. We're under 10 to play. And they're just going to walk this one out. LaSalle going to come up with a victory at home, the final test before conference play, 70-54 to against the Knights of North Penn. LaSalle has scored on that fourth quarter 30-5. to In the fourth quarter alone. In the fourth quarter alone, a 30-5 to route. That's a great, uh, that's a great tidbit. Oh, my goodness. I think I'm actually wrong there. Actually, never mind. It sounded wrong, but that, I... That's, that's wrong. Ignore me, folks. Ignore me. Okay. Okay. Let's try this one instead. So 70 to 54. Let's see if we can do our math. 21 here. to 14. There That's it better. is. That's there. better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they outscored this, arch, or this uh, North Penn team, I should say, 40 then to 25 in the second half. Yes. So a very impressive win for this team. And they go into Philadelphia Catholic League play at 7 and 0. That's going to be a good sign. 7-0, going undefeated, going into Catholic League play. Archbishop Ryan, you could say a middle-of-the-road team to like a lower-end tier of the Catholic League. But still, this game's going to be at home. It's going to be a fun atmosphere, hopefully. It's going to be the game before Christmas. So you'll see a little bit of students come in and hopefully holiday festive joy. And against Archbishop Ryan from the Northeast, he's going to like Who the better? Northeast. Who better? Who better? So it's time for you, as the guest here on Bob Long Sports, to pick our Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game. My, my Elmark Signs and Graphics? Elmark, I, Elmark Signs. Elmark. Elmark Signs and Graphics, player of the game. Talked about him a lot. It's not Ryan McTamney. I'm sorry. I don't know if he's going to come in. He's not. Jared Stooks. Derek Stooks and his defensive play. 
and his offense, he scored nine points in this game, but the steals and the great defensive plays that he's made and the assists, that's helped this team a lot, especially when the Explorers were down early. So I give my player of the game to Jared Stukes. At your Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game, visit them at elmarksigns.com. We'll take a quick break, come back with some closing thoughts. This is Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball. We'll be right back. The Explorers a winner, 70-54. to 54. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. And we welcome you back to LaSalle College High School. The Explorers, a winner, 70-54, to and now we're joined by Two of the key players in this game, Matt Paulus, Jared Stukes. We'll start with you, Matt. First of all, uh, always a tough game against North Penn. You guys have had big games in football and, and certainly other sports. To see them come into this gym, uh, what was it like to get your final win here before you start Philadelphia Catholic League play? Uh, it's definitely a great test for us, uh, especially for the, uh, the Catholic League matchups. Uh, they really knew how to execute their plays, and we just had to come out and get a good victory. And I think we played hard defense and definitely uh, came out with a great win. And now to Jared. I mean, first of all, you guys are like Batman and Robin there in the backcourt creating steals. How much of a focus is that in practice in terms of creating some easy opportunities off steals for you guys? Um, you know, we, just, we just play hard defense in practice, and me and Matt push each other in practice to always go hard and, like, that just drives us in the game. Jared, talk to me about that first half, that sloppy first half. Ended up with a, with a one-point lead entering the locker room. What did Coach Dempsey and Coach Brown have to say to uh, you guys? Well, Coach always tells us that like every, every team we play is going to give us their hardest shot because everybody wants to beat us. And uh, he got into us a little bit at halftime, and we just came out in the second half, and we played, we played the game plan that he told us in practice, and we just played hard and executed. Now the match, 7-0. I think Bob asked you a little bit of a while ago. 7-0 in non-league play. Going to enter Archbishop Ryan. For team-wise, how's that going to feel being undefeated, carrying that into Catholic League play? How much momentum is going to be? There's a, a ton of momentum. I think we're, we haven't even started playing our best basketball yet. We've, uh, I think we've been playing 50% to 70% games. I don't think we put everything together. And I think once we hit the Catholic League, we'll have our best games. 
And as you move forward toward the Christmas holiday, certainly a time to be with, with family, with friends, but also to get a lot better as a basketball yeah. team. And it's where you're going to see a lot of Philadelphia Catholic League teams either come into their own or take a bit of a step back. What is, what is LaSalle's plan? What is your, your, your schedule like? What are you looking to do over the holiday break to get better? Uh, we're just coming in the gym every single day trying to get better, uh, execute uh, Coach Dempsey's plays, and just work hard as a team. Like the, this, this one was great because of the, uh, the practices we had before, uh, before the game, and I, we got to continue doing that. Matt Paulus, Jared Stukes, thanks again for the time, and congrats on the win. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll let you get back to your team, and, uh, and good luck moving forward. Matt Paulus, Jared Stooks here on Bob Long Sports. And Chris, quick takeaway or two from that interview. thought these guys are going to be two of the best guys for this team in the P in PCL play. Jared Stooks, Matt Paulus, a lot of heart. You, you saw it, a lot of head heart hustle as the model for Syracuse lacrosse would go. But they, they absolutely put that on display. Jared Stooks, especially Matt Paulus, especially with putting those three offensive fouls, driving those three offensive fouls. LaSalle's going to be a good team entering Catholic League play. Not sure how good with Prep and Wood and Newman and Roman, and we'll, as we talked about earlier in the game, are they going to be a middle-of-the-road team or an elite team? We'll find that out on Tuesday. That's exactly right. We'll be here for it. 7 o'clock tip, LaSalle versus Archbishop Ryan. The Explorers 7-0 going into Philadelphia Catholic League play. Want to thank my color commentator Chris Jastrzemski for coming back all the way from Syracuse, New York, just for this. Unbelievable, my man. Ellis Soups drives me. There you go. And you drove all the way back here, which is great to see you and great to see you back in this gym. That's all we got here from Winmore, Pennsylvania. A 70 to 54 lead for the LaSalle, or a, a win, I should say, for this LaSalle Explorer team. And unbeaten going into Philadelphia Catholic League play. Join us on Tuesday. At 7 p.m., our next telecast here on Bob Long Sports. For my color commentator, Chris Jastrzemski, I'm Bob Long signing off. Thanks for listening. It's been LaSalle Basketball presented by Dunphy Ford right here on Bob Long Sports.